Hello and welcome back to the Wilkes-Barre Connect podcast, brought to you by Park Multimedia. The Wilkes-Barre Connect podcast is a series that brings in local entrepreneurs, council leaders, young professionals, and students that are leaving their mark on Northeast Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Dan Kimbrough. Thank you for tuning in to the Wilkes-Barre Connect podcast, Conference Edition. In this episode, we hear from Marianne Velez from the United Neighborhood Association in Wilkes-Barre and Vivian Williams from the Scranton Area Community Foundation on housing here in NEPA. Good morning, and thank you all so much for being here. I know this is not um, the highlight um, topic of the day, but I think this is a really, really important topic. Um, so my name is Marianne Velez. I am the founder, president, and CEO of a local small nonprofit, UNA, acronym for United NEPA Alliance. We formed at the height of the pandemic. Um, to date, in the last three years, we have served 21,000 families in Luzerne County alone. We um, started to pull data regarding um, housing insecurities and affordability toward the end of 2020 when our organization began to um, receive numerous phone calls from residents within Lackawanna County and Luzerne County begging for legal assistance. There was a trend where out-of-state landlords were evicting these tenants at such a high rate there was not enough um, affordable housing to put them into. So the tenants that were looking at eviction were paying anywhere between five to $700 a month in rent. When they were evicted from their apartments that they lived in for 10, 15 years, they were now looking at rents between 800 and 1,000. That was at the end of 2020. We are now in 2023. Housing affordability is non-existent. We do not have working families here in Luzerne County that can afford an average rent of $1,200 a month, not including utilities. Show of hands, how many college students do we have here today? When you look at your career goals and housing affordability in Luzerne County, what is the main reason you see yourself leaving Luzerne County? Is it because you know your career will not take you on the road where you will be able to securely afford a place to live? There is not enough demand for your particular career here in Luzerne County and you need to look elsewhere. What are some of the um, obstacles that you seem to be facing coming out of college? Anyone? There's definitely um, some other opportunities at elsewhere besides the Luzerne County. So it's and what type of opportunities? Uh, just business opportunities, et cetera, like stuff like that. That is the correlation we see straight across the board, um, straight through Pennsylvania. All of the data that we have pulled, there are not enough opportunities within Northeastern Pennsylvania that are allowing our college students to remain here, utilizing their degrees um, to better their lives and move forward on their career path. So what are we left here? Struggling, hardworking families in Luzerne County. Most of the families living here are working in industrial warehouses. They're working in retail. Um, we, we do not see much of our skilled labor forces, um, which is something that, that we're looking to rebuild on. 
So when we're looking at struggling families, when we're looking at single moms, single dads, we know before they come to us looking for assistance, they do not have um, the means to better their lives. They cannot afford $1,200 a month rent and be able to put food on the table and clothes on their children's back and get to work every day. People don't take into consideration the gas that they utilize, the tolls that they have to pay, the lunches that they buy, so forth and so on. So what we did, because we understand that there is so much more to housing than just putting a roof over somebody's head, we started a wraparound life coaching program. We did this before we were able to put anybody in an affordable home. We cannot put you into an affordable home making $15 an hour and expect you to successfully remain in that home. So we've opened up resources that are readily available within the community to help any individual and or family looking to better their lives and the lives of their families. There are several local organizations that can help you elevate out of your um, um, current um, circumstances that will help college students coming out of colleges move to a path where they can remain here in Luzerne County and utilize their degrees. Our wraparound program encompasses money management, mental and social health services, job training, and adult education. When we began to offer these services to the community, we have a wait list of 500 individuals that want to get into this program. We are currently working with 25 single moms, dads, and families that have successfully maneuvered through this program, one step at a time. We've had some families fall out due to circumstances that were beyond their control, and they know we are here to help them back up when they are ready. Why did we do this? Because in order for you to successfully be able to gain suitable housing, to be able to move forward in your life's journey, you need to have all the skills and mechanisms and tools at your disposal so you could become successful and more importantly, remain successful. Now, why am I speaking about this when this is a forum about housing? because you cannot have one without the other. If there is anything I've learned in my lifetime, if you are not taking the right steps forward, you are taking 10 steps back. We do not see a decline in um, rentals, rental units moving into 2024. The data is showing a typical rental unit for two bedrooms in Luzerne County, Northeastern Pennsylvania, will be roughly $2,000 a month. I don't know anybody who can afford $2,000 a month living in Northeastern Pennsylvania. I'm fortunate my husband and I own our own home. We bought pre-pandemic, it was extremely affordable. That is not the case today. Interest rates are very high, income requirements are stringent, and the housing market has been inflated to a degree where it is no longer attainable for the average person. We were just speaking mm -hmm. about statistics 
how we either need to see, and I'll let you state this. Yeah. Um, so Marianne, great work that you're doing. And as we just chatted, we definitely have to connect after the election. Yes. Um, so that's going to be one. But if many of you are in the morning keynote, um, the statistic he said um, to get back to p- pre-pandemic, there either needs to be a 51% wage boost or a 71% decrease in rent. And those are just astronomical to think of as a, as a nation to go back to pre-pandemic status. Yes, I absolutely agree. Um, another um, strategy that, that we have begun to research is shared housing concept for students coming out of colleges. So these would be three to four or five bedroom homes where college students coming out looking to build their career and remain here in Luzerne County can do so with an affordable rental Um, that will give them the ability to move forward in life. So one of the concepts that we have pulled, um, that we have built here with our program um, is is a shared match program. So the rent that you would be paying us, we would take a percentage of that and throw that into an escrow account. And then you would be required to take a small percentage of your income net macros because we are not the federal government we're looking to sincerely help you elevate um, a small percentage of your income and throw that into an escrow account two years what do you think you have grown a little nest egg to put down on a house that you can call your own right here in luzerne county you are now homeowners you are now contributing back to your communities we are watching the economy thrive and you are moving forward on your life journey successfully. When a family comes to us, that is one of the um, pieces that we implement almost immediately is money management. Let's take a look at your finances. Let's put you on the right path so you could be successful in every endeavor you embark upon. And without um, those tools, we, we see families struggling to rob Peter to pay Paul because Mary still needs to keep her lights on. And we want to stop that cycle. We want to be able to give you the opportunity to make sure you have everything in a row to keep your lights on, to put food on the table, clothes on the back, drive a nice car, own a nice home, and stay right here in Luzerne County. How many business owners do we have here? You're an entrepreneur. (laughs) Your employees, do they face um, housing insecurities or food insecurities? And why do you think that might be one of the reasons? Well, I'm a sole proprietor, but we're actually facing the affordable housing crisis in Luzerne County. So we're working with the housing authority, and that's why I'm coming up here and learning more about it and want to talk more about it, too. I work with someone, our, uh, the Institute, if you're familiar mm-hmm. with them. So they have so much data, I'm sure that they share with you and that you have as well, similar data that shows the crisis that just increases yes. over time, mm-hmm. ever since the pandemic, of more people coming to this area, working in the warehouses that can't afford the pricing, even the rental prices that are current. That is correct. Um, and. and- I believe there was just a county council meeting last night um, where they were speaking about um, another industrial uh, group Mm -hmm. coming in. That is a huge problem. So we're opening up all these warehouses that 
employ anywhere between 1,000 to 1,500 people. Great pay to start, $18, $21 an hour. Um, but if you look at um, the working conditions in these warehouses, most of the employees that we have gathered data from are only working part-time hours. They're not offered full-time hours. So at $18 to $21 an hour, which is great salary for someone living in this area, if you're only working 20 to 25 hours a week, you can't afford $1,200 a month rent. And I think, Marianne, that speaks to, um, and what I like about your wraparound program is housing is a, it should be a human right, right? Yes. So it, it goes beyond just housing and living somewhere and having a bed to sleep in. Ha health equity is a huge thing that, you know, it, the Institute is one of our greatest friends, um, you know, and they have done studies of how he your health and your um, life expectancy is related to your housing yes. um, security, you know, and we call it housing stability now and not affordable housing housing or attainable housing because it has it has a negative connotation um, you know but attainable housing should be um, the goal for everybody you know so um, I appreciate that you're doing the whole wraparound service because it's not just about putting a roof over someone's head per se right that's correct that's correct so I have to find out what are some of the ways both both of you have looked at how the community, like what organizations or what entities are coming together to address affordable housing. Um, I don't know which one of you wants to go first, but I mean, obviously this is a bigger pro problem than just how do we help the curtain? These folks about ready to graduate, how do we help the women who are, um, you know, the mature women in our community who've been through things, how do we help anybody in our community? Like what, what entities are coming together to help address this? Um, I can't speak for the Scranton Foundation, but my organization has um, partnered with several community organizations, EOC, CareerLink, um, Fortis Institute, Johnson College, as well as um, the union labor as a whole. So what we are looking to do, and no offense to my college students here, I have two bachelor's degree, I absolutely support college. Um, as, as, as a pathway to, to a better future. But we are looking to rebuild our skill trades here. I remember growing up and our middle-class neighborhoods with the big, beautiful houses and the swimming pools, they were our plumbers, our electricians, our carpenters, our contractors, and they made significant money and built a beautiful life for themselves and their families. Um, the unions offer... An apprenticeship program you go directly into their apprenticeship program and you develop a skill for a trade what's great about the apprenticeship program is you get paid while you are in that apprenticeship program so whether you want to be an electrician or a plumber or a carpenter a welder and the list goes on and on and on this is a great career path um, without having to um, end that study in debt. Um, I'm still paying off my student loans and I finished college very long time ago. Um, but this is what we're trying to move away from because we do know that is <clears throat> a hindrance for a lot of college students. You're coming out of college and you're looking at your student loan repayment and now try to factor factor that in with rent, um, you know, the, the cost of maintaining a car and putting fuel in it, food, things along that line. The numbers just don't add up. So if we can give you an opportunity to um, start on, on your life journey debt-free,
free, then let's do that. Let's, let's start putting um, an array of opportunities out for children, um, for our students coming out of high school. Um, let, let's start opening up the conversation that college is not meant for everybody. Um, just because you don't go to college doesn't mean you have to end up working in a dead-end warehouse. And that is what we want to see changed here in Luzerne County. I would love to see um, the new warehouse um, um, that are being built here in Luzerne County, the corporations coming in, um, that they're mandated through the county, um, safeguards in place for their employees. Um, those KOZ deals that they want 10 years tax-free, let's negotiate those deals. Let's ensure that our um, families here working in those warehouses are, are given every opportunity to be successful and to elevate them and their families on that career path that they would like to take. Let's bring in some union labor into those warehouses and get those skills trade programs back up and running. Yes. A round table is coming with it today. It's a two-year achievement outcome by Susan McNaughton in Missouri County, our Have you worked with them at all? I know that they focus heavily on going into middle schools and high schools, reintroducing the trade and bringing the trade to the schools and bringing also the students to the trades and having them learn that. Have they ever talked to Junior Achievement? I have not as of yet. I am well aware that they are working on that program and think, so thankful that they are. Um, but that is a conversation I would love to have with them um, and, and learn how we could work together to better promote those programs. Um, through um, the Labor Council, we are also um, going into the schools as well as outside of those warehouses and saying, there's a better opportunity for you. You may take a pay cut momentarily, but look at the career path that you're going to be on. And it is sustainable, and it is lifelong, and when you are with the union, you are with the union for life, and you know that your rights are safeguarded. Um, so that is a conversation I would love to have with them to, to how we can better um, strengthen that program and, and ensure as many local high school students are afforded those opportunities. Absolutely. And that does it for this episode of the Wilkes-Barre Connect podcast, brought to you by Park Multimedia. Wilkes-Barre Connect is powered by the Greater Wyoming Valley Chamber of Commerce. To learn more about Wilkes-Barre Connect, check out wyomingvalleychamber.org. That's wyomingvalleychamber.org. Mm -hmm.